Hey everyone, Happy New Year, and welcome to the January Trailer Talk edition of Seat or Shove It. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm here to give you my predictions of whether January's biggest releases will be a see it or a shove it based on the trailer. This is the month where we are coming down off the high of December's blockbusters and awards contenders, and studios tend to dump their worst product for us to see. However, last year there were some surprisingly decent movies like Megan, Missing, and Plain. You know, certainly not anything contending for awards, but they were quite entertaining. So maybe it'll happen this year, but with the strikes affecting much of the release calendar, my hopes are not very high. But let's find out what my predictions are in January's Trailer Talk. Opening this Friday, January 5th, a family moves into a new house that has a mysterious and possibly deadly history. This is Night Swim. Marco! I can hear you. Why aren't you saying anything? Ronan, you're dead. Marco. So this looks like it can be potentially terrifying. I do like scary movies to have some jump scares that are earned with a good storyline, meaning the payoff of the jump scare is actually something scary, not just a door slamming shut because of a brisk wind. This seems to be something that may have good follow through with the scares. However, as you know, I am always cautious when a horror movie is rated PG-13 because I think the horror can only go so far and we are left with weak scares. But, as I said before, Megan was rated PG-13 and had some engaging storylines, and this too is from Blumhouse, and they tend to have more hits than misses, so I'll predict this to be a see-it. Expanding on January 5th, a social worker gets her life turned upside down when she is followed home from her high school reunion. This is Memory. Anna said there was a man outside. He followed me home from the Wood Get away from the window. You alright? It's amazing you didn't catch them on you. Well, I haven't been sick in years. You just got lost a minute ago. No, I didn't get lost. Listen, I apologize if I made you feel uncomfortable the other night. It's fine. It's, it's not fine. So, technically, this is a 2023 release that had a very limited run for Oscar qualification, and it is expanding wide on this day. It stars Oscar winner Jessica Chastain and Peter Sarsgaard. It looks like it's about a woman who is followed home by a vagrant who has no recollection of who he is or how he got into this situation. She seems to take him in to help, and they develop some sort of friendship or relationship. They might even be somehow connected with each other or related. I don't know, but it looks intriguing and something that will definitely have fantastic performances, considering who's in it. Um, But, you know, it might also be a little slow. But you do know that I love me some Jessica Chastain, so on that alone, I think it will be a see-it. 
Opening on January 12th, Jason Statham returns with another tale of revenge. This is The Beekeeper. Mrs. Parker and I were friends. She was like family. She was the only person who ever took care of me. I just got a message saying that there's a problem with my computer. Yes, ma'am, we got this. Yesterday she shot herself. This is private property. Do you know what they do here? Scamming the weakest in our society? Buddy, I'm counting three. One, two, three. There, I did it for you. I'm going to burn this place to the ground. Oh boy, does this look like something I've seen a hundred times before. And Jason Statham is someone known as the beekeeper, which appears to be some sort of vigilante who goes in and takes care of problems when the legal system fails to do so. This time it seems more personal as he has a history with a woman played by Felicia Rashad, who was scammed out of her life savings and it looks like she killed herself. This looks like a traditional January release, and that is not a compliment. Um, it just seems like it's going to be nothing but non-stop violence for two hours with predictable results, so I think this is going to be a shove-it. Opening on January 12th is a biblical comedy starring an Oscar-nominated actor. This is The Book of Clarence. I'm Clarence. Where I'm from, you fight to survive. I'm not a bad person. Just playing the cards I was dealt. Mom, one day I'm going to get you out of here. I have a plan. What are we doing here? Jesus lives there. Hallelujah, baby. I want to be like that in 10 years. I want to be like that now. I need to figure out what inspires him. I can just replicate what he does. Imagine the money people will give us. So I'm not usually one who particularly enjoys faith-based films. However, this looks to be funny, touching, and interesting. It's not a story I'm familiar with, so it should be new to me and might grab my attention. I'm not even sure if it's actually from the Bible. I'll have to do a little bit of research. It appears to be about a man who is lacking in self-confidence and personal happiness who turns to Jesus for inspiration where he can create his own purpose, even if it is under fraudulent methods. It stars Oscar-nominated actor Lakeith Stanfield, and I do enjoy him in almost everything he's in, so I will cautiously say that this will probably be a see-it. Also opening on January 12th is a film adaptation of a hit Broadway musical that was inspired from a very popular film. This is Mean Girls. What was that? Oh Lord, it's the Queen Bee. Regina George. Don't look her in the eye! You could be really hot if you change, like, everything. I met a guy in the summer and I'm abstinence. Welcome to health and human sexuality. We'll be getting into abstinence, of course, then followed by in the spring, condoms and choking. You're learning things now that I don't know how to teach. Are you okay in there? We're concerned you're either doing drugs or having a toilet baby. Ew. We, as women, have to be able to support each other. Get in, loser. This looks like it can go either way. I have never seen the musical adaptation on Broadway, so I'm unfamiliar with the music. However, I did enjoy the original film, and it looks like all of those story elements are there. If Tina Fey, who is a very talented writer, can do something to update the story so that it is not a complete retread of the original, and if the music is fun and catchy, I think I'm going to like it. 
Plus, I read that this originally was supposed to stream on Paramount Plus, but the studio liked it, what they saw so much that they gave it a theatrical release. So, I don't know. Um, I think it could be a see it. Opening January 19th, Oscar winner Ariana DeBose goes to war in space. This is ISS. Hey guys. Wait a minute, what the what is going on down there? Oh, whoa. We gotta get up now, guys. Let's get out. Oh my god. You you read. War has broken out below. And we were told to take the ISS by any means necessary. If we got orders from our government to take control. This is another one that could go either way. Um, The concept of this seems pretty interesting. A conflict on Earth reaches outer space when the United States and Russia send orders to their astronauts to seize control of the International Space Station leading both teams who usually collaborate in a peaceful manner to turn against one another. I am intrigued at how this will play out. Do I think it will be something that will end up on year-end best of 2024 list? No way. But I do think it could be a suspenseful good time at the movies, and will cautiously say that this will be a see-it. Expanding on January 19th, director Ava DuVernay returns with an epic film. This is Origin. I want to be in the story. Really inside the story. And build a thesis that shows how all of this is linked. I gotta be honest with you, I don't understand. I don't see it. You go and write your stories. Folks need to know about this. You are trying to make sense of racism, but your thesis is flawed. It was all lies. They knew we weren't inferior. This is another one that was technically released in 2023, but only in limited theaters in Los Angeles and New York for awards consideration. It seems to be a semi-biographical film about the journey author Isabel Wilkerson went through while writing her book, Cast, The Origins of Our Discontents. It stars Oscar-nominated actress Ingenue Ellis Taylor, who was so great in King Richard. This looks like it will be an intense emotional journey and something that I will enjoy a lot. The only thing is that it doesn't seem to be gaining traction as an awards contender, but I'm wondering if the very late release of this is going to hurt it with its Oscar chances, but I like provoking films that look into historical impacts of human behavior, and this looks to be just that, so I think it will be a see it. Finally, on January 26th, a teacher-student relationship crosses the line. This is Miller's Girl. John here is prepping her to be his transcendent. Is she pretty? Oh, she's talented. Damn, even worse. What are you bragging about? I'm uninspired. I've had no achievement. Make him love you. She'd open her mouth to say something. But the words fell away. Why did you write this? This is inappropriate. 
This stars Jenna Ortega and Martin Freeman as the student and teacher at the center of a scandal. It appears he asks her to write a story, and it somehow turns into something inappropriate that leads the student to begin a path of destruction for the teacher. I've seen movies like this before, where we know how it's going to end. The student becomes infatuated with the teacher and begins to seduce him. The teacher considers caving into temptation, and then the plot to destroy the man moves forward. I think because of the repetitive, unoriginal nature of the story and how I think it's going to be, I will be cautious and say that this will likely be a shove it. So that's it for this Trailer Talk edition of Theater Shove It. I think I'm maybe overly optimistic for this month, but I do try to have hope when I go into a movie, so we'll see. And hopefully there'll be other releases that I'm unaware of at the moment, and maybe they won't be so great, although I hope not. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me again this week. I'm grateful. Support your local theaters by going to see some of these movies when they're released this month. And while you're at it, share my podcast with your movie and TV loving friends and family. You can drop me a line at seedorshoveit at gmail.com and follow me on Instagram and letterboxd at seedorshoveit and rate me wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to listen to this week's episode covering all of last week's releases and come back later this week when I bring you my thoughts on The Color Purple, The Boys in the Boat, The Iron Claw, and Ferrari. Thanks again, everyone, and have a great week. And, once again, Happy New Year! This episode of Theater Shove It was recorded in Orlando, Florida and is produced by Gregory G. Productions. Music by Mysterio.